guys. How's it going? Welcome back. We are the Undercast Company, and this podcast underrated. Uh, my name's Alan. How's it going? I'm Ariel. I'm Sergio. I'm Derek. And I'm Fred. Well, welcome back, guys. I uh, hope everybody's doing well. So today we're going to be talking about uh, one of my favorites, Batman Forever. Uh, Batman Forever came out in 1995, directed by Joel Schumacher, starring Val Kilmer, Tommy Lee Jones, Nicole Kidman, and Jim Carrey. Um, pretty much, based on the, the movie, it's Batman is just trying to foil the plans of Two-Face and the Riddler. Um, not a lot. I mean, I kind of, I, I feel like we kind of picked this out of for fun. Like, it was a fun, underrated comic book movie, especially since we've been, we did more serious ones back then, so... I feel like this one's a lot more fun to do. Uh, but yeah, I've seen it billions of times since 1995. I have almost every Batman film, so I rewatch them all the damn time. Uh, but yeah, I want to hear what you guys think. Alan, I think you're forgetting about one of the most important things that came out of this movie. One of the greatest hits. The McDonald's uh, glasses? No. I still got those at home. I, are you friend. talking about... What I think you're talking about, Ariel? Yeah. The uh, fire soundtrack. Yeah. With the but... uh, the number one number one single. Oh yeah. my um, god! Yes, of course. Uh, like, Seals, kissed by a rose. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I remember the that and that music video too. Right, <laughs> like, <laughs> like him, like in front of the bat signal, just like clutching his chest, like baby. Wait a minute. Oh man. That fucking. music video is fucking fire. They oh, gave Seal you... the task of creating something better than Prince's joke. Bat dance. Bat dance. Yeah. He delivered. Is is the yeah, is this the best Batman like tie-in song? But does I... Yeah. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Did you guys also have cuz I had the VHS when I was a kid and I, I remember like I have distinct memories in my brain. Of like right after like the Free Willy trailer, there was the trailer for it's like get the Batman soundtrack yep. now. It was like kiss from a rose, <laughs> and then it would play like songs from uh, Seal, U two, and then it'd be like yep. throw me, kiss me, kill me, whatever. Yeah, then, yeah. Wow, 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 wow. That song was the shit too. That, that was a good closing credits song. Da 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 da. Yeah. But yeah, who wants to go first? Um, I'll go. So, yeah, in all fairness, it, it, I hadn't seen it in a long, long time. So, I, going back to it, like, I totally forgot about a bunch of things. One of the main things was how Nicole Kimmon's character was. Like, I knew, I remembered, of course, Nicole Kimmon was in it and, you know, early Nicole Kimmon. For, I forgot or I had blocked out or didn't really pay attention when I, the last time I saw it of how kind of... How horny she is. He was, yeah, <laughs> to Batman. <laughs> But it did. It did feel like they were trying to copy the relationship that and the dynamic that Lois Lane kind of had in this old Superman Chris Reeves movies of her having this kind of infatuation with Superman in this case Batman, and then realizing like, oh, this is Batman. But I really did end up like being okay with their relationship at the end because. And I now thinking back, I'm like, what happened to her in the the la- the fourth movie, the infamous fourth movie? What happened to every love interest ever in e- the next movie? They always get erased. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get kind of yeah. just 
Uh, I feel like uh, Batman gets that uh, 007 treatment where there's always a gal for him in, yeah. in the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this was before, not not like with the newer ones, but the older ones. He always had his gal for the movie, and the next movie, it'd be a brand new gal. Yeah. You know, just but, some kind of love interest for him, just to make you know that Batman is a uh, viral, uh, a viral uh, straight male. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the main reason why we can consider this as being um underappreciated is because of the way that it's kind of been shadowed by the infamous Batman and Robin that followed up and how much of a, a pretty much train wreck I'd say in some in some cases some people's opinions is that it is very much a train wreck of a Batman movie you know besides I thought it was nipples. good why do you hate it so much I mean, like, I, it's the it's the epitome of cheesiness. It's a bad movie. It's a fucking see, bad movie. You can see the it's, cheesiness coming out in this, but there's in in Batman Forever there is still elements of Tim Burton's Gotham in the style, and I saw that. But you could see this is very much a mixed ground of Tim Burton's Batman and what was to become the Schumacher infamous Batman. So. I could see both of those. Um, and I, I do want to touch on that in a little <laughs> bit, but keep going. Yeah, but I think that that's why, looking back, I mean, the perfect performances are very, actually really great. I mean, Jim Carrey is the emb- a pretty good Riddler. In, in I might cases. disagree with you on that one. Yeah, I highly yeah. disagree with that, but that's... You know me as but the Batman guy. So it is, he, is a, he is a Riddler that has inspired other Riddlers, at least. I mean, mm-hmm. go back to see Gotham. The Riddler in that one is very much, like, has elements of the mm-hmm. Riddler in it. Yeah, I mean, I, I do... He he is over the top. So I, I could say, now thinking back, like, because I'm not extremely knowledgeable about Batman Riddler, but the... And now thinking back, the cases that I've seen of Batman related, he is very much um, contained. But 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 <laughs> I, I do agree. I, I do agree with you that he is an inspiration because he kind of came. He was inspired himself by Frank Gorshin, the Riddler mm-hmm. from the '60s Batman, mm-hmm. who that that one was very over the top, very kind of like comical kind of thing. I mean, a lot of them were, you know, Cesar Romero's Joker as well, mm-hmm. and uh, Penguin as well by yep. uh, um, Burgess Meredith. But no, like Jim Carrey even said, it, he's like, I, I didn't want to do that serious one. Like, he's like, I want to do Frank Gorshin because he's like, that's the, that was the Riddler to him. Just like how people go, oh, you know, my Batman was Adam West or so on and so forth. But I mean, no, you're, you're, you're that's definitely a good thing. I, I like mm-hmm. the more animated series Riddler, mm-hmm. more contained, kind of more egotistical, but like kind of complaining kind of Riddler. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, like, the Riddler ahead. who. Who he's like an equal he's like a match for Batman intellectually he's always he he's like but he can't like he's got this compulsion of like he's gotta always leave these clues because he's he's like oh I gotta give him a chance yeah like I love that rather than just mm-hmm. like oh Batman whoop here's something like it's just you know like but he's you know, like that, peak nineties Jim Carrey he's like mm-hmm. he's like yeah. he's like yeah. doing the Ace Ventura the mask but you know like, what I was gonna oh, say too, that it doesn't give it doesn't give him too much time either is because the movie's only so long you know he only has so much time to show you he I'm the Riddler. If they would have had him like they do nowadays, they would have introduced him in a movie before, would have had a little bit of time till you get to know him. The next movie, he would be like a, a good villain where you would have already understood a little bit of him know. before. I, and then they would I have had like stuff. I feel like they gave him 
plenty introduction in this. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen less of him, to be honest. Like he you know, just yeah. so uh, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be real. Let me let me jump in here. I think the 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 movie works well for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a it's a different style of movie. Obviously, nowadays more people are trained to be what you've seen with like the Dark Knight, uh, the the Marvel movies. Nowadays, a little bit more. I don't want to say realistic in tone, but it t- seems to be that way. Like a, a little bit more serious, even though they're somewhat, uh, they can be somewhat funny. No, you're, you're they, right because this, this one's much more like comic book. Yeah, because that, that's the, at, at, no, yeah, but at, the, at yeah, the time, yeah. at the time, those movies, that's how they were. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, and that's I'm not. That's not what saying, I have a problem with, honestly. No, 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 no. And like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not even saying that that about that. I'm just saying what I think it, it works. The, these movies work. They were very. Uh, the colors are always really bright. Mm-hmm. Even though it's dark, like it, it, they pop. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face, uh, and the jo- and uh, the Riddler. I mean, uh, Jim Carrey. Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Jim Carrey as a Riddler. They complement each other as villains. Which is very that coming back is very ironic because when then that too kind of like has added to like the kind of diminishing of this movie in a way because things have come out like. The whole Tommy Lee Jones hating Jim Carrey, but then <laughs> looking mm-hmm. at this, it's like they do work together like yeah. really well. It's, it's, it's each other. It's too, great. It's too and, good. It's two good actors, and and like I said, it, it seems like they play off uh, Batman being suave and intellectual, while his counterparts were really his counterparts, uh, mm-hmm. a lot more eccentric, uh, a lot more louder. And so I think it worked really well in the gist of it. Obviously, in the gist of this style of movie. Like I said, nowadays, if you compare them to nowadays movies, it's a lot different. But if you compare them to to the movies of their time, that's how they were. You know, even even the Superman movies were super campy uh, and super Mm -hmm. happy and super go lucky. Uh, But these were still darker at the time. At at the time of these movies, these were dark movies. I I agree with everything you're saying. I just don't like Jim Carrey's performance. No, and, and yeah. that's and, and I that's like perfect, him that usually. No, no, and that's perfectly fine. And and I'm not trying to convince you that. No, I, but I agree with what you're saying. You know. Yeah, I'm just I'm just going off of of what I'm thinking. So I think he did a really good job as as the as the uh, Riddler. It's a little it's a little different. Yes, I'll agree. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's it's all a little different. You know, it's it's somewhat. I I don't know how to explain it. It's it they they're they're. they're Period looks futuristic, but at the same time, it looks vintage. Mm-hmm. It's got bright it's colors. Like, at the same uh, time, it's dark. It's it's I, gothic. At the same time, it's it's yeah. very yeah. Uh, artistic. It, it's it's got all these mixes. It's 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 a lot of movie to take in. If you just watch it to watch it and enjoy it, it is just an enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. But once you start looking deep into it, just like Tim Burton's movies and and all these other Batman's have kind of later layered on. There's always there's a lot to it. The architecture, the stuff. The the colors, the, all these visuals. It's it's a beautiful movie. It, it yeah. in its simplistic way, it, it is an amazing visual, especially for the time and for the stuff that you've seen. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite Batmobile. I'll be hundred percent honest. Yeah, that's my no. favorite. I, I, I love it. I like that. Batmobile. Batmobile. Uh, no, I, like everybody's got it. I'm just saying, not my favorite uh, Batmobile, but another good Batman. Uh, yeah, actor. Yeah. Another another good uh, you know good villains on this pick. Mm-hmm. Like I said, for the time of the movie, uh, obviously, if we were to compare it to the new ones, I would say it's a lot different. I think everybody did uh, the parts that they did well. Villains complemented each other, uh, counterpart to to Batman. That that's what I think of. I guess 
starting off what I think of this movie. Um, could I go add into that? Um, mm-hmm. So, in all fairness, like, um, Christian Bale is my favorite Batman, but this, but Val Kimmer was my first Batman. This what movie did come out in my childhood, and this was the first Batman movie that I ever watched. And then looking back on it now, he, it, I had not appreciated how much, how well he played the part. I mean, I think he is one of the most well-rounded between Bruce Wayne and Batman. And he gave me so many vibes of, of actually the animated series and Kevin Conroy's performance, especially with the voice choice that he chose to do, use with, especially when he was in the bat suit. So I, and I was just getting like flashbacks of like, he's like, pretty he's doing a pretty good kevin conroy like who is the ultimate batman impression and then there was there is some pretty good like bruce wayne moments where in in my truth like the christopher nolan movies didn't really capture as many bruce wayne moments as i would have liked and i feel like that was kind of like um the one nitpick thing for the the christopher nolan movies but in this one, you have some pretty great Bruce Wayne moments that show like his vulnerabilities, and especially at the circus when he when Two Face like comes up and says like you know Batman Batman reveal yourself, and he like stands up and he's like with like because he he wants to save you know his city and stuff like that of him pretty much like trying to sacrifice himself and saying like Harvey I am the Batman, but he can't be heard. I was going to mention that because I actually fucking... That was maybe my favorite moment in the whole movie where he yeah. just does not hesitate. He just gets up and shouts, I'm Batman, where there's like a whole existential crisis in the Dark Knight. is like, oh, should I tell him? He doesn't even have to think about it. He just gets up and yells, Harvey, I'm Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, I and I think that's that. the most like Bruce Wayne moment in like any of these movies. Like, I I like I can't remember his name. Two Face. Donald? No, Christopher Nolan's. Oh, oh, Christian Bale? Christian Bale. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> lax on my part. A lot of Christians. Um, But, yeah, but Christian Bale, like, he, he's, his performance is, like, amazing. He is my favorite Batman. But I feel like he never got that moment where we saw, like, Batman. I mean, we saw Bruce Wayne, like, fully from the comic, in my opinion. As much as as much as this version and that moment did, so that in itself is like pretty underrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, um, yeah, yeah, and I, and I, yeah. It, you know what? It always seems like the older movies were more Bruce Wayne is the person, and then Batman is the alter ego. When I feel like some of these newer movies is like Bruce Wayne is the alter ego to Batman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That Batman is wh- who who tru- who he truly is, while uh, Bruce Wayne is what he has to do to walk around during the day. While in this other one, it's not. It's more like I'm Bruce Wayne walking during the day, but the only way I can fix things is to be Batman at night. Mm-hmm. It's that whole like you know uh, they kind of change it up. You know, depending on who I guess writes them or who does what. It seems like uh, whether it's cartoons or TV or what I've seen. Depending on the person, it's it's the interpretation that they take is. Is Batman the uh, is Batman the true person, or is Bruce Wayne the true the true person? While the other one's the alter ego, it's always an interesting take that they do. But yeah, I do see see that in these these movies. It tends to be more of of that 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 Batman is the the answer to save 
what Bruce Wayne wants. Well, in the other one, it's Batman is the answer. Uh, the Batman wants us to do the justice, bring justice, but Bruce Wayne is the answer for him to do stuff during the day, get the money to make the equipment, do the stuff like that. So, I mean, it's it's always an interesting take on each uh, director and each person that does when they do come with Batman. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of want to get into that a little because I think that this movie, one thing I didn't remember about it because I haven't watched it in at least probably like 10, 15 years was the major theme of this movie is just kind of the duality that is like in everybody. Because like the movie on the surface is just kind of like a fun Batman movie and you can mm-hmm. really just enjoy it just for mm-hmm. that. But I really love and appreciated this time all those deeper themes because that theme about just like how everybody kind of like has two sides is just really ingrained in every single thing about this movie. Like mm-hmm. Ariel, even like the Gotham city itself, like you were saying, it's kind of a merger of that kind of like old Gothic, like Tim style of, um, that, uh, old of Gotham city that we saw in the first two in this series where it was directed by Tim Burton. It's all kind of like that old tiny Gothic style. And then a new like neon style, which would very much take over, in the next Batman movie. So it's mm-hmm. this kind of weird, ugly, but still like really cool looking fusion of those like old gothic buildings with these gaudy neon lights. And I just fucking love that. You know, obviously you've got Two Face, his kind of whole duality thing, which is just, you know, like it's, I get it, it's like hitting you over the head with it. And then of course, Batman. And, you know, you have uh, Bruce Wayne deciding if he's like, like he's got, he's got to deal with these two halves of himself, his Batman at night and his Bruce Wayne during the day. And that's kind of like really comes to a head when you've got Dr. Chase Meridian. Of course, he's dating a psychologist and it makes perfect sense with this, all these themes. And he's dealing with the deaths of like his parents and stuff like that. And she's both attracted to Batman and Bruce Wayne. He's got to kind of like decide who he wants to be with more. I think that Val Kilmer is okay as Bruce Wayne. I think he's really fucking good as Batman. Like Ariel was saying, he puts on the voice mm-hmm. and he, he does that. He's got some really good Batman physicality. But yeah, the I, I, I just like love this movie for its themes. I, I think it it deserved better reviews than it got because it got trashed. It made a lot of money, but only got like a 32% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is fucking low. And while it's not like the greatest movie, like I think you know, it's probably one of the worst Batman movies. It's still a solid watch, you know. For me, honestly, it was kind of the most random and forgettable Batman movie. Like, I really remember the Burton ones. I remember the Nolan ones. And for the wrong reasons, I remember Batman and Robin. Mm -hmm. So this one just kind of like is like that other Batman movie. So I was a little surprised, Alan, when you mentioned it, because I was going to think of an underrated Batman movie. I would have probably said Batman Returns, which I think is fucking incredible. I will also dive into that too, but keep going. But yeah, I, I just, I really liked, there's some a lot of stuff, you know, I, I don't like about it. Me being a big Robin fan, mm. I, I kind of had to like separate myself from it. Like me, or at least being a very big fan of like Richard Grayson. Um, he's my, Alan, you're like the big Batman guy. I'm the big Dick Grayson guy. Like he's my favorite character in all of DC Comics. And he wasn't really Dick Grayson. He was maybe closer to Jason Todd, to be honest, where he's just That's kind of true. a street mm-hmm. punk, just asshole kind of. Like other than especially like, taking the Batmobile, that was a classic. Yeah, Todd moment. Yeah, like Jason Todd, like was introduced. The second Robin was introduced by stealing tires off the Batmobile, and him going out and stealing it, and like, and, like, oh, Batman, like kisses the girl, and just I was just like, okay, and he fights all those like that neon gang, 
Also, how the fuck old is Robin supposed to be in this movie? Like, uh, he's I like think in his twenties. Yeah, he's he, in his twenties. He, he it's always, left. It, it's well, then why does he need to get adopted? adopted. Like, it, like that's the one I didn't understand. But they said like, oh yeah, you could leave. Like he wasn't like a ward of the needs, state or anything. Uh, like I also think I also think he was supposed to be like borderline, like seventeen, maybe 18, eighteen. Yeah, yeah seventeen, eighteen, and is maybe it's like. Or maybe he can be his ward. I mean, that's what he was in, in the sixties. I mean, it, it, could, it could have com- just been. Well. It could have just been they, they're picking out, picking and choosing different things of Robin mm-hmm. and trying to add it all in together. Whether it made sense or not, because you know back then, you know, making sense doesn't always have to make sense. <laughs> and then also too, back then, this is the era before the Marvel mm-hmm. Cinematic Universe. Back then, they were just trying to fit as yeah. much as they could, so they were probably like, "Hey, let's Bro- make Robin a little older. Let's yeah. make him yeah. like." let's make him an yeah. amalgamation of different Robins because yeah. we don't know if he's going to come back. Yeah, we don't yeah. know if we're going to do another gonna, one. What's his age? Who cares? Oh, it says yeah. Robin got adopted. So we're just going to have him get adopted. Too, I, yeah, in terms I, I, of just the pacing of the film itself is just because, yeah, I just, yeah, there's that central theme of it. I just wish they spent more time on it and it wasn't as, like you said, they're trying to cram in as much as they can in the single movie. Cause it's sometimes a lot of the times it felt like it was getting distracted. And Alan, were you also a little uh, like I love the movie, but Alan, were you also upset when he said he's never been in love? I'm like, excuse me, um, who Catwoman, um, Vicky Vale, like what the fuck is that shit? Like, so, seen two movies. They even reference uh, Catwoman earlier in the movie. They do, um, Sergio. I don't know if you want to because I got a lot of shit to say, so like I can like answer like all that stuff, but like yeah, Sergio, I don't know if you want to finish up your thoughts. Up I think that was pretty much it. Was just basically about how there is a central theme of it but just a lot of the times with trying to focus on a lot of things especially with just talking about this all and focusing on these seems like oh wow this is really good oh wait yeah there's the whole robin thing going on too in the movie i gotta say that karate laundry was the worst thing i've ever seen like that was fucking <laughs> horrible it was very 90s yeah, but that's like that's like perfect. Exactly, it's nineties. It's just like it's like hip hop keto with the Power Rangers. Come on, man! Oh god! It thought it was being so cool. The music, the music. Yeah, where it's like it sounds so cool. Where's that? Listen, listen. In the nineties, in the nineties, when I when I was young and I saw that, I thought that was a shit. Like that was a scene that got. I thought that was super cool. That's that. I'm like, I wish I could do that with my laundry. I, like, Jason, would you laundry Jason, that's a Jason Todd movie where he would just be like, watch me fucking clean this laundry. Yeah. Like, and I, I'd be like, guy. yes. But you know what? That's that's that is a 90s thing that if you were a kid growing up in the 90s, that's something you'd be like, like the wax on wax off shit. You were always like, yeah, karate was a big fucking thing mm-hmm. back then. That's why the Power Rangers, that's why a lot of stuff did well. Three Ninjas, Power Three Rangers. Ninjas, all that stuff. That's why that when I saw that scene, I was like, yeah, that's fucking cool. Uh huh. Yeah, I'll do it. Also, I'll, one more I'll, random thing I want to point out. Did you guys notice Drew Barrymore in this shit? Yeah. Yep, I was actually yep. I was like, what the her. fuck? Drew mm-hmm. Barrymore. And that chick, and that, that other chick, you know, Two-Face has the two yeah. girls Sugar or whatever. Sugar and Spice, right? Yeah, Sugar and Spice. I thought the Spice was pink. Like, I thought <laughs> it was pink for, like, the longest time. No, but she's on like, other nah, stuff. She'd be way too young. Yeah, she's on other stuff. But, yeah, no, nah, pretty much my thoughts on it. Uh... I mean, it's a fun Batman movie. It's, I, I think, out of those four, you know, the, T- the Tim Burton, Schumacher movies, I feel like each one kind of has its own thing. As, like, Batman 89, that, that one's my favorite. That one, it's the classic. It's the first big-budget interpretation of Batman. You have Jack Nicholson and 
Susan Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. And that one automatically, you know, one of the best Batman films. Yeah. Boom, right there. Batman Returns kind of had some controver- controversy of its own for being too dark. Tim Burton kind of put more of his foot in it. And it's great. Yeah, you know, Catwoman and Penguin, you know, they're awesome villains for that one. But then, you know, you go to Batman and Robin and then, yeah, I know a lot of people hate it for being what it is. And, you know, people are like, oh, it's fucking way too campy. It's too, there's all these, like, homoerotic undertones and all this bullcrap or whatever. And it's and, and it's deemed that thing. But what I always like with Batman Forever, it just seemed to be its own thing. Where, like, I like that it tried changing the Burton stuff. Just like you said, there's a whole duality. And if you notice in the day scenes, Gotham's fucking boring looking. Mm-hmm. Like you look at it and you're like, eh, whatever. Looks like shitty CGI. But then at night, that's when Gotham shines. It has that old Art Deco with the Gothic and then the Japan neon style lights. Like I, I felt like they were trying to make everything about the mythos, like its own bright kind of theme to it. What I loved a lot about it. Like I love the costumes. I love the the campy acting every now and again. Like it's definitely its own Elseworld story mm-hmm. that I really appreciated because it's it's just so cheesy, but it's so fun. And I'm surprised you guys aren't talking about the action. The action was badass. Like the 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 opening the of that great, film dude. was bomb. Yeah. You know, when, yeah, you, know, so you know when you say it's campy, Alan. You know what it reminds me of a little. Do you remember that cartoon that came out? What was it? Uh, was it? Is it Batman the Brave and the Bold? I love Batman Brave and the Bold. I feel I feel like that's the campiness that every once in a while you get. Exactly. Because that that's why every when I was trying to think about it, I'm like, dude, what was a cartoon that came out? That's what I see when I see these these old Batman, you know, uh, the Tim Burton ones, Schumacher ones, the ones you guys are talking about right now. What I see is that kind of the Brave and the Bold. It's not Batman Mm -hmm. the animated series, but it's Batman Brave and the Bold. It's its own. It's good. It's good. It was good in the time when it came yes. out, and it's good. It's still good. And then a, and two, it's still a twofer, good. a twofer for you guys out there. Batman: Brave and the Bold and Batman Forever both underrated as fuck in my book, especially Batman: Brave and Bat- the Bold. Brave and the Bold. If you guys have not seen it, I mean, not not that I want to diverge, but yes, you're right on. If you guys have not seen it, it it's got a lot of Easter eggs. It's got it, it shows off a lot of stuff. Batman's funny. And so cool at the same time. I don't know yeah, how to explain exactly. it. And yeah. isn't, it, always, like, isn't humor. it also like the artwork is very unique too? It's very Silver Age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I it's love cool. because it's, they got the old villains and all that. It's dope. Yeah. It's, it's a dope series. It, it's just good. Just yeah. like these movies. Even the nipples. I'm going to be honest. Even huh? the nipples had its own the, place. The nipples show up in Brave and the Bold. There's an episode where the nipples show up. that like He's talking with Batmite and like he turns them into like Dark Knight Returns Batman. To mm-hmm. zebra Batman, to vampire Batman, and then he turns them into Batman Forever one, and like the nipples go like that, and then <laughs> go back down. It's hilarious. The but she said too. the second, uh, oh my gosh, yeah, there was an ass shot because uh, that's the thing that is so the suit for Forever, for Batman Forever, it did start off with the nip, the Schumacher nipples, but then the second, the the last suit that he wears, it doesn't have the nipples. I'm like, oh, good, they got rid of the nipples. Second later, Robin. No, um, ass ass, ass shot. shot. <laughs> Robin suit had nipples too. Yeah, Robin. Yeah, Robin suit had nipples. Yeah, nipples, Greg. Did you milk me? The, the Batman <laughs> suit, though, I, I, this kind of distracted me. The eye, like the location of the eyes, were a little bit too close for me. Really? That was just kind of distracting to me. Yeah, because like the eyes were very like they were uh, they were close. 
Ooh, and, it was, and it just looked weird on the. That's why, like, maybe, maybe it's just his face, and then the, ma the maybe, mask is yeah. into it. Because I'm not here like to judge was, Val Kilmer. Uh, I'm not judging Val Kilmer. <laughs> no, it's just maybe because you know what? I I, I kind of get what he means because like with the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight uh, Dark Knight Rises bat suits, the it, the head looks weird. Mm -hmm. Like because like because they were trying to go with this like motorcycle helmet kind of like he has neck. Like the yeah, back looks like, like straight. It looks weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's, every bad suit has like a weird thing. Yeah, it has its own little quirk. Yeah, yeah, its own quirk. Mm -hmm. But it's uh, just because it's about yeah, me. Yeah. Okay. I like I like <laughs> the suit. I, I like both like, suits. Both yeah. suits are fucking badass. I yeah, like I think both it's suits. a step up a little bit from the the it, Burton Batman suits, where kind of like they had that like weird fruit roll up thing, and Michael <laughs> Keaton couldn't turn his head and stuff. Yeah, and the, the bat turn. That's called the, the bat turn. I love that shit. Yeah. Like it's hype. Have you guys ever seen uh, the Beyond? I was. I know we're just like getting off track a little bit, Alan, from what you're saying. I'm sorry, but like the uh, behind the scenes footage for when they were casting the Dark or Batman Begins, because they yeah, used the suit oh, from the suit. Suit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's footage of like Christian Bale uh, wearing the suit yeah, and uh, like Josh Hartnett, who was thinking about it at the stuff. And also, what's his name? He plays Scarecrow. Um, oh, Killian oh, Murphy. Killian yeah, Murphy. he auditioned for Batman Murphy. originally. Mm -hmm. he, he was in it. He, he was in the suit too. That looked weird. Like that was <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I like I want. I actually was like, I want to see Killian Murphy's Batman just to see how weird it'd be. Yeah. Like I just like I don't know. There was a moment in, in there was a moment in um Batman Forever where if they wanted to, I think the Riddler could have been. Um, like how Scarecrow turned out in the in the Nolan movies, just this like crazy like he had elements. They both shared like elements, but but with yeah going off track with the Christopher Nolan one, like Killian Murphy just like had this just crazy element that was that it it felt like that's what the Riddler was supposed to be. We kind of like just like a subtle brilliance but still crazed and i would have liked mm -hmm. that a lot more i'm not yeah. gonna lie yeah but you could see i like had like there was like a moment early on in in forever where i was like it could have gone either way like it, i could have seen like it going in the direction that that um killing murphy took it took the scarecrow yeah even it, even guy pierce basically does the same part but better in iron man 3 you know, I was just watching it. It's, it's underrated. For, uh, well, like, I no, know. but I'm saying like, that's the thing. Like if if well, if yeah. the Riddler would have changed, so would ha so would Two Face. He he would have had a change, or it would be weird. It would be weird. Yeah, be Two Face did it. change. He used to be Lando Calrissian, and then he became Billy D. Oh, Williams, and oh, he yeah. became uh, Tommy Lee right. Jones. He turned so, from a black guy to a he had two, yeah. to a white guy. But no, I'm saying like if the acting if the acting did change, it would have been weird. Two Face would have been just way too like out there. You would have noticed it a lot more. Yeah. It just, like like I, I don't. I mean, I'm not saying that it's great acting as either or, but they worked with each other, and that's that's yeah. that's the only thing that it's like. I don't know. Yeah, it would have been weird if one of them was a little bit more of a straight man in the mm -hmm. villain department. Mm -hmm. It would have been a little bit weird. It's I, like it's like the when the Penguin and Catwoman they both worked well because mm -hmm. of the way the acting style was. Villains, like you just I, accept that's what the villains are. That was really impressing me watching this movie was that Jim Carrey was pretty, was um, twirling that cane pretty well. Like, I'm serious, shit. yeah, even as a Carrey kid, role. I would try to like replicate it, like his little hanging <laughs> and he'd do that. Yeah, I was like, whoa, he, my brother he was, was doing it so swiftly. Like, I was like, 
Dang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my brother had that cane and he was like fucking upset. Oh. Like he was the Riddler for Halloween. He would call Sick. himself Marshall Jim Carrey. Like ass. he saw Sick. one of the greatest moments of his like childhood life before he was 10 years old probably was we were at Six Flags and we saw like the Batman parade and he had the, the staff and he saw like the guy dressed up as the Riddler and he waved at him and he came over and like was like, hello there, little Riddler. And he like lost his mind. He fucking <laughs> was the greatest thing That's he'd cool. ever seen. It'd be like if Stephen Mel came over to you right now, Ariel. Yeah. And like kiss you. <laughs> no, not even that. Just said like you're. <laughs> I see your archer skills. That's what it would be like. <laughs> if Kevin Smith came up and kissed me. I'd lose my shit. Yeah, Ryan Gosling came up to me and was like, "Here's a little one for you." And I'm like, "Oh my god." But yeah. Oh no. So oh, she was gonna say um, the back to the two face thing that you're talking about, Fred. Also, too, I think the reason why he, they they made him that way was because I think one of the biggest things with the '60s show. Yeah, they they wanted to do Two Face, but they're like, this dude is fucking scary. Like half of his face is burned it's off. Burned off, yeah. So I think like because his makeup doesn't look gruesome at all. No, no. like it, no. you can see it. Like, I mean, like, and it's especially compared to like man. to the later Christopher yeah. one. Like, the Aaron exactly, one. and well, even, even it, the Batman animated. He looked series neon. He 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 matched the the, the aesthetic. The, yeah, the aesthetic. It wasn't it wasn't like realistic like burnt skin. It was more like yeah cartoony pink like colors like some right, yeah face. something mm-hmm. like that you know but yeah i think it fit for it because like i, I think like because even in batman the animated series like he was pretty gruesome looking and like oh, yeah. you know oh, yeah. he gave me nightmares too but like mm-hmm. with this the one it's like you know almost. yeah yeah well yeah. even his clothes even his clothes matched what, the way he was mm-hmm. yeah you know the, the funky colors the, the the zebra prints or tiger prints or whatever it was uh there's there's it just it, it all worked here yeah, uh, Carol Baskins. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's yeah. out of Two-Face here. I'm going to kill the Batman. But yeah, it, No, it, I will kill the Batman. It, it, was, it was like that. Like, you get that, that, that feel. Like, it, it just, it all meshes. I, I, I think that's the thing I enjoyed the most about it, honestly, is that it all meshed. All the even, weirdness, even all the like, stuff. Even the callback, the random callback to like the TV show with the yeah, holy, holy metal Batman. That was it great. Just, yeah. Oh just, yeah, he's you know, like, he's like, I fucking what? love that. It's holy. There's holes. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's That always kills me too. But uh, no, yeah, I mean, there's all that stuff. I mean, the music too, I think, is very underrated. I feel like yeah. the mm-hmm. the score of this film is amazing. Like. As soon as like we were talking about it, I haven't even seen the movie. The score is back in my head. Like I love the intro, the intro credits of like the the Warner Brothers turning into the bat, and then the music coming in, and then the names are coming. I, Those like, names, that, that was the most intense the opening name credits I've ever seen in my yeah. fucking oh, life. Oh yeah, the <laughs> and the music. <laughs> definitely I was like, oh, that's what that. kind of movie I'm in. Mean, got it. Yeah, the music definitely assisted with that in the. Opening. Oh yeah, the music is probably one of my biggest. One of my favorite things about did, did Danny Elfman do this one too? No, it wasn't him. It was somebody okay. I can't remember their name, but like it was Val Kilmer. They, Val Kilmer did it himself. <laughs> He's like, fine, I'll do it myself. Maybe if it was used better, I I would have remembered it more. Because I'm trying to remember a lot of the music, but I I can remember the opening. But then, yeah, the opening. I th- like some of the music kind of has a campiness too. Like it goes yeah. from like super dark to intense to just like then they added what, 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 like pop like nineties pop music and yeah nineties pop and then like even the gala events have like their own music like when when he comes down through the the glass and like there's that big big 
thing where like Two Face and Riddler show up, and he's like, "It's my party. What are you doing?" Like he's like, "We're gonna kill the bat." And then that like, but that whole music of that gala is so like sounds regal and campy at the same time. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. it fits. It just fits when you it see fits. it. Well, I that, remember the part where like he emerges from the fire, and then that music was just like oh, yeah. this guy. That's that what like Batman. Yeah, it's just so like hellfire behind him and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's no. like Bat- Batman's. A, he's a demon. Yeah, that was like the mm-hmm. bat- like yeah. I, I think it works, you know, because of, you know, all the duality stuff that's so present in the movie. Like, because I think normally if I watched a movie like this, I'd be like, what the fuck is the tone of this supposed to be? Because, like, in one scene, it's like, oh, we're having, like, fun and it's, like, weird, like, campiness. And the next scene, it's like, my parents are dead and you've got to go get revenge. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, normally, when they flash that back to that. Yeah, but normally, I mean, it would like, take, but wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Normally it would take me out of it. But I think because, like, the whole movie is all about, like, the like duality between like this colorfulness and this darkness that it works somehow that even though it is totally uh, inconsistent it's not jarring it kind of works for the movie mm-hmm. yeah but like going on to that like they did have another this is how my parents died moment but i didn't end up minding it so much because it did end up having a payoff of like no, this is like a, repre- a memory that's leading. Uh, there's more to this memory mm-hmm. than just the, like you know the the re- death and the pearls memory. and all that. Yeah, it's what Nicole Kidman's the, the psychologist. Yeah, so that's why I was like, oh, okay. Like I didn't like. It was literally I. I was, oh, at least they didn't open up with the pearls and that. But then and then it showed up randomly. I'm like, I, I think that was funny. Up, I started my I yeah like we, I literally said at least it doesn't have that scene and, and then, then it, it happens. They always have them. Like, but, yeah, I just but it did end up having a payoff. Happen. Yeah, at least it had a yeah. purpose and not it just had a like purpose, yeah. okay, this is let's get this scene out of the bat, Batman. It didn't. At, yeah, at check. least it didn't like. They incorporated it into it the It had plot. a purpose more than just saying yeah. my but, mother's name was Martha. Yeah, they talking about that purpose and that stuff. I've got to say the one thing. The only I know, it, it, obviously, if people are going to be like, "What? That's the one thing." The one thing I couldn't believe was, uh, okay, I can believe a battering. Uh, I mean, uh, the Batman grappling hook, right? Mm-hmm. I can believe it can swing a person. Okay. The way it is, I can believe it can. Oh, swing I think I know where you're going. I think I know where you're going. How the fuck does that swing that goddamn safe? Because <laughs> <laughs> it goes into, it, into a fucking. Okay, that, no, that's the only thing I, I can't get. Look, if he would have got like I don't know the Batmobile to shoot a giant ass one through a building, I'd have been oh, like, like the one is shot on the fucking wall so it can ride the wall. Yeah, yeah, oh my so, god, yeah. That Something like that. I could be like, yeah, sure, fuck it. It's a really big one. He shoots one out of his pocket. He's like, hold on, and it looks like. The smallest little, like, <laughs> it barely comes out of his thing. Like a yakety yak? Yeah, and he, sh- the 90s. he shoots it. He's like, watch out, bam, shoots it in the wall. You see it go through this wall, and it makes it, my, the nails I put to hold picture frames are bigger than what that <laughs> hole was. And then he goes, hold on, ties it around. I, You know what? I'll believe the little uh, torch that he had to cut the metal. I can believe that. Fuck it. Not, the, mm-hmm. not that grappling hook. because I gra- And then it puts the safe back in his spot. That's believable. And that's believable. That What's not believable is a little tiny string, though, that was holding it up through the smallest minute hole that into God knows what building it went into, and it swings it back. I was like, nah, man, that's too much. <laughs> okay, I accept you, everything but, I but think, that. I think it sets the tone. I think it uh, Yeah, the tone. unbelievable. Go, unbelievable. Fucking, okay. Unbelievable. There was, I, I guess there was one it. part that took me out of it, too, 
which was like, I was like, I'm just down for the tone, except for one part was, I was just like, this is just like way too fucking weird and bananas. It's when they're like, like, let's just show on TV this like random flashback to like how Harvey became Two-Faced. And it's just like a three second clip. And it's like when some random mob boss brought acid into the courtroom and just oh, decided I know to you're throw it on the video. Uh, yeah. And then, that was the second one. And then fucking Batman is just like <laughs> in the fucking he just courtroom won. as Batman and he just like jumps up and is like, what in the fuck is happening right now? Yeah. I remember when I saw it in theaters as a kid, like that kind of blew my mind because usually you're kind of like, oh, you know, maybe like some cops came and they took him down. They're like, no fucking Batman was hanging out in the court. <laughs> and then like he even jumps off the table to save him and I'm like, <laughs> uh, that's cool. It's Gotham. It's Gotham it's City. Gotham. It makes sense. Uh, Batman had to do that week, that day. It was yeah. a light day. He, he yeah, was bored as fuck. He's like, I'm gonna go to the court here and my fucking suit. Yeah, yeah Batman just like calling on him for a de- deposition. <laughs> ba- Batman just walks around the city as Batman. Like, hey, Batman. Hey, what's up? He was like, I'm all right. Like, did Gordon put the bat signal on? It's just like, actually, we're gonna need you to testify in this case. Like, oh, I got you guys. You know what, like, just jumping on that train also, like, how the fuck is that possible? I, I It's not really impossible because it's Batman, but I feel like there's a lot of planning to do to have his fucking office chair turn into a fucking <laughs> bat port all the way to the bat cave across Gotham City. Yeah, how the fuck did you do that? And I was like, damn, that was really badass. How did that way. fucking happen? Like, how do you do that? Like, how that's, do you like do that? Level, that's like, that's uh, like, uh, Elon Musk level Elon Musk the boring train. company yeah. yeah like that he's like he he had the boring company before the boring company was a thing mm-hmm. how did he get contractors to come in and be like where is this going to and he's like don't trip. the contractors don't, don't worry about it wait so you want me to dig under Gotham like the whole thing yeah 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 don't worry about it no. all right i guess yeah and he's like and you need to do it fast yeah oh and you need to do it very nobody needs nobody can know so just Nobody knows where it goes. Nobody knows where it starts. Just start di- digging. All right. I mean, he is the boss. <laughs> but yeah, um, that always that always kind of. I always thought that was the coolest thing. But at the same time, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then he po- and then he just pops out of a what is it? Uh, the, the pod, yeah. But it has like the spikes in it. What is it called? The uh, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Yeah. That that I was oh, yeah. like, how do you not like run into one of the Iron Maiden spikes it's by accident? Contract. Huh? Maybe the spikes retract when he goes in. <laughs> no, that's true. And then he just has them pop out for a yeah. to be like, Alfred, check it out. I survived again. <laughs> no, no, no. More, no. What I'm saying is more like, like if you're not Batman when you come in, like think of it like a safety device. Maybe they stab you. He's like, oh shit. He opens it up. Someone's dead. He's like, Ugh. try to get it's into smart. the security system. He's like, technically, I didn't kill him, so it's okay. So, Should have used life to alert, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred, oh, yeah, chilling this too. Oh, Alfred! Yeah, Michael Goh, he's great. He, he's, yeah. I thought he, he was like a really good Alfred for the, all these movies. Like, I think hit him and uh, what's his name? Uh, oh Gordon. God, Michael Caine. Uh, not Michael Caine. The other one. Uh, he's in. Um, okay. Uh, isn't it then? Uh, not that I want to get off subject, but you're talking about Alfred already. Isn't it in, in um, Batman and uh, was it Batman and Robin where Alfred gets sick and he's gonna die? Yeah, the Gregor syndrome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dude, that was like the fucking saddest. That re- real talk, like the, that was the saddest thing I've ever heard in a Batman movie. 
I, I was really was upset. I was like, I was, uh, I was so upset when he was gonna die, and then he sends a video to his niece and stuff. I was like, yo, dude, this isn't, this isn't right. I go, what, what kind of, what are you doing to me? <laughs> legit, 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 I was really upset. It might have happened. sparked like mm-hmm. the now recent absurgence of killing Alf Alfreds. Yeah, I don't like that, that kind of stuff. Like the, I can name like at least three different comic series that killed off Alfred and it's I don't like that. Why would you do that to Alfred? Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think the only time he that. deserved to die was when he was like his non common version. Like uh, way back when Alfred was actually just kinda like this bumbling idiot. Mm-hmm. Like he kinda just fucked shit up all the time. I think it was like Golden Silver Age. And then finally they killed him off. And then they brought him back and he's like the Alfred everybody knows and loves mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So I think that's the only time he deserved yeah. to die. Right. Come back. Yeah, I'll accept that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, pretty much uh, the last thing I guess I'll say about it is if Batman 89 is the best Batman movie, Batman Robin's the worst, and Batman Returns is the darkest, I think Batman Forever is the most underrated yeah, out, of, out of those nice four. That's a nice way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, before we end, and I just wanted to say that this was Alan's pick, and also <laughs> re- in recent history, um, just a couple days ago, it was Alan's birthday, Alan's 30th birthday, so oh, yeah. happy uh, birthday yep. to our Batman aficionado. Yeah, yeah. thank happy you birthday. guys. Appreciate it. Happy birthday, man. Welcome, to, you welcome to the other side. <sighs> Let's do it. <laughs> You're, right, well, Ariel, you're next. You'll be in your 30s soon. Yeah, and, uh, t- two more years. <laughs> to be young again. But, all right, end it off, Alan. Cool. Well, no, thank you guys for for listening. Uh, uh, we're actually, uh, actually, one last announcement. Uh, Ariel brought oh, yeah. up a new uh, new program or new show. Um, we've been kind of, t- she's been, she's been kind of uh, the the, playing um, with the idea. She's been coming up about- with it. Yeah, we're thinking. I'm thinking about calling it. Um, you haven't seen with a question mark and an exclamation point. It is basically a podcast where we discuss movies that at least one of us have not have never seen, but they are considered um, pop culture or cinema icon- iconic films. Um, so the first one that's going to be coming out is. Um, American Psycho, which is one of Alan's favorites, and I always want—I've always wanted to watch it. And so, me and Derek had never seen it, so we watched it all together, and then we had a brief discussion about it. And so, hopefully, there we have—we're growing a list of iconic movies that we've never seen that we will be discussing. So, yeah. I think uh, Ariel, you brought up two, right? That you hadn't seen yet. I hadn't seen. I haven't seen. Um, I think yeah. In recent history, I said Pulp Fiction, which he's seen, so he he's gonna probably be on that podcast. Um, Pulp Fiction and Ex Machina. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Love both of those movies. Love Ex Machina. Yeah, is fucking amazing. I agree. Um, I'm not gonna. I might throw this one into the hat. I think Fred's probably seen it, but the one that I've been really thinking about a lot lately. I was thinking of doing it for this one. But it's very highly like revered, mm-hmm. so I think it's actually probably better in that category. Would be Akira, which I've been I wanting to rewatch. Akira, and, but I know that yeah, it's mm-hmm. a it's an iconic um, anime movie. Yeah, I actually haven't seen it either, so that'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's like yeah, very very well revered, mm-hmm. along with like you know like along lines of like the anime Ghost in the Shell. And, 
Yeah, the original mm-hmm. Ghost the, the, is a really good one. Revolutionary, yeah. like, films. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll put that on the list. Yeah, so keep keep an eye out for that new podcast we've got in the works, guys. Listeners. Thank you so much. And, yeah, uh, hope to see you guys again. Listen to you guys. Or not listen to you guys. Uh, <laughs> hear from you guys. Uh, you know, just drop down on our socials and everything. Uh, leave us five stars. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, if you guys got any good ideas either for the other one and for this one, drop them down. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, we oh. did get a good review. Yeah. yeah I, can I read off the – yeah, we got a five-star review, and I just want to shout this out. Um, thank you to Andy Piccolo 777 for leaving us this Very review. <laughs> there we go. Uh, it's titled, Great Podcast Explores Deserving Films. I listened to their episode on Zodiac, which is my favorite David Fincher film. There is a friendliness and warmth to the way the hosts discuss films, and I really appreciate the way they can discuss different viewpoints without being hostile to one. I found their discussion on Zodiac fun and illuminating, but I must say I love the cinematography of Steven Soderbergh's Traffic. And then he put a winky face. So thank you so much, uh, Andy. It really honestly meant the world to me when I I saw this review. Um, And I also love Steven Soderbergh, by the way. So thank you. Thank you very much, yeah. guys. Um, yeah, if you yeah. guys want to watch us, uh, if you if you want to listen to us, go to any of the uh, podcast sites to download this and listen to us. But if you want to watch us uh, actually in person, you guys can go on our YouTube channel and actually see these videos, uh, uh, the video podcast version mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, so you can actually see us as we talk and, and have these conversations. Yeah, we so have figured out the technology and yeah. we now have <laughs> our faces up there. That's yeah. right. Subscribe there. Uh, give us likes, uh, follows. Uh, ring the little bell so that way you get notified when we put up a new a new podcast up there and you guys uh, you know we'd really appreciate you know likes follows comments there too mm-hmm. yeah yeah thank you so much guys thank you guys uh, well I'm Alan I'm Derek I'm Fred I'm Ariel Sergio and that's it thanks for being amazing alright later everybody Jim carries though. Jim carries though. Jim carries. Come on, riddle me this, riddle me that, man's. How's Ace Ventura gonna mess with Batman? <laughs>